are listening to The Wonder Podcast. My name is Lisa Clark, and I'm joined here each episode with my co-host, Chrissy Dunham. And we just want to say thanks for tuning in. Have you ever wondered what the Bible has to say about worry and fear? Have you ever wondered how to decorate an odd-shaped room? Have you ever wondered how to make a quiche with a sweet potato crust? Well, you're in the right place because we talk about all the things. If we don't know the answers to some of life's biggest, most wonderful questions, the guests we have on certainly will. So thanks for tuning in to this episode of The Wonder Podcast. Welcome to The Wonder Podcast. It's Christy and Lisa, and we are back with you with a new concept this year. Do you want to tell them about it, Lisa? Well, sure. Hey, Chrissy, how are you? I'm great. (laughs) Okay. Excited to be back. Yeah, we are excited to be back and welcome to 2023, everybody. We're going to do four different series this year, and we are launching that whole new concept of the Wonder Podcast with a series on prayer. And we will do our regular book study through the year. We will do a series on a book. And we will also look at some hot topics. So we're very excited about the year and what we're going to be covering through the Wonder Podcast. But we're launching it with prayer, which, you know, Chrissy and I think the main thing is the main thing. So let's start with the main thing. And that's That's prayer. So that's what we'll be doing for the next few weeks. And we're not sure how we'll drop these episodes, if we'll just do bam, 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 or if we will do a little week in between. We're not sure about all that yet. We're, We're still figuring that out. But We are recording right now all of our episodes for the prayer series, and it's very exciting, Chrissy. So exciting. And one of the reasons I want to do a series on prayer is it's probably the weakest part of my walk with the Lord, if I was honest. I come to Him during desperate times. I come to Him during worry. I automatically turn to Him, but just to faithfully, I pray throughout the day, but just to faithfully hit my knees. And when I've been reading about some people and their prayer lives, and I'm like, oh my goodness, I missed the mark. I mean, there are men that prayed for three hours before they opened their door at the church. There are women that just prayed for two or three hours before their children got up. And I don't know that the Lord requires that, but when you look at the life of Jesus, it was filled with prayer and on and on. So we'll get more into all that. It's just an area of my life I need to work on, just to be honest. So I was asking the Lord, who are some prayer warriors, some people you haven't heard from yet, and some fresh new people? And the Lord automatically gave me Megan Dobbs. So welcome to the show, (laughs) Megan Dobbs. Megan, introduce yourself and just tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, thank you. I am so honored when I got that message. I was like, wow, that says a lot. And that's very encouraging to me. So my name is Megan Dobbs and I am currently living in Queens, New York. I'm originally from Houston, Texas. So just moved in August to come and develop a women's ministry at Queen's Church. And so, yeah, prayer has been a necessity more than ever in my life here recently. I bet. bet. Megan is single. So it's her and her dog. What's your dog's name? Riley. Riley. (laughs) 
And I know her parents, if like any parent, were probably a little nervous about leaving their daughter in this big city. Her background is elementary teaching. So she is a teacher by trade, has taught for over 10 years in the Texas area. But the Lord has called her to New York to serve the women of Queens Church. And I am always blown away when someone just packs it up and says, Lord, I'll follow you wherever you ask me to go. And that's what Megan has done. So Megan, talk to us about your prayer life and how the Lord called you there. Because I know you bathed it in prayer. You just didn't decide one day I'm doing that. So give us some history here of what the Lord did in your life. Well, so this relationship with Queen's Church started back in 2016. And I feel like back at that point in my life, and for a long, I mean, I grew up in the church. And so I was around prayer. But I kind of viewed prayer as just something that I was supposed to do. And so as I grew up, and I kind of sidebar, I also grew up in the church, my dad was a pastor. And so it's interesting, because it kind of through my whole journey, I was like, I'm not going into ministry. Like that, I'm, I'm, you know, and just so to encourage y'all, don't say you're never going to do something <laughs> <laughs> because God has a humor, which I love. But I will say, so this started in 2016. I just recently moved back to Houston from Dallas, was trying to get plugged into a church and went to a singles class and they were announcing that they were going to New York for this mission trip. And I was like, I'm going, I don't know anybody. I need community. And I love this city more than any other. And I just, for some reason, there has been a heart for New York for a while. And I just didn't know what that was. And so that's, it started in 2016, met the church planner and his wife and their three kids at the time and saw a family operate in New York. Cause that was something that, you know, I had never seen before. I mean, I know there's families, but that was new to me. And so on that trip kind of felt this nudge of like, could I make this move? And why would I want to make this move? And so I began praying and kind of circling that in prayer consistently. And it was, it started out more as, I don't know what this is. I have this desire, but I'm in, my education is in education. I'm a teacher. This is kind of all I've known. That's my identity. And so I continued just going back. I went back the next year to the same church and began this shift in my prayer life of we go to the Lord and I understand his, you know, going reverently and in authority and power, but he started to shift me into this relationship within prayer, this friendship and this conversation with him and I. And I began to just very boldly ask questions and try to listen more than I talk mm-hmm. in prayer, in my time of prayer. And I don't think I'd ever had that component of listening. I think I just come and I spew off my things and but trying to add that element of listening. And so 2018 still kept up that connection and continued to pray, but felt like I had made the decision that, you know, I'm just going to continue to serve this church from afar, but yet it just would not go away. That desire would not go away. And I I had kind of presented it to the Lord of, is it just because I love the city? Because that's not enough to uproot my life, meaning just the bright lights and the idea of New York. Or is there something more here? And so 2019, I reached out to the pastor and just kind of started to voice some things and was ready to make this decision January of 2020. And obviously, we know what happened in 2020. (laughs) And so I was like, okay, well, that's a little confusing, but 
I'm staying put and kind of got this resurgent for teaching and continued to pray through 2020 and, and made, made it through that year and with also a lot of prayer. And it was still there coming out of that year. And so continued to pray and ask. And fall of 2021, I felt this complete shift. This is like five years of praying around the same thing. And I felt this shift from doubt to peace. And I mean, it's just, it was just a shift that was from the Lord and is something. And I could feel in September and October and November, I almost was getting emotional and I kind of felt within me, I was getting nervous because I was like, oh, he's about to drop in, in the confidence I'm supposed to go. And that's exciting and terrifying. And I just was honest with him. I was like, I still have this ounce of doubt. And I, I'm not saying I need it. I think doubt can be good. And how you explore, I think it can bring you closer to the Lord. But I was like, I need, I'm nervous to leave my family. I am 36 and single. And I really would love a family. I, I desire marriage, but I feel like this is what you called me to. And I felt that shift. And I think he just was like, okay, your turn. I've listened. I've guided. Now is the time. And so here I am. Wow. <laughs> Megan, so if my math is correct, so six years from mm-hmm. the time when, you know, you started feeling that nudge and like, what is this? And starting within the ministry to when you actually moved to New York City in 2022. Mm-hmm. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah. So we, when we think about prayer and I love how you described your transition to more of a conversation with a friend and did more mm-hmm. listening than talking. I think that is so key. We really, though, can get discouraged in that waiting mm-hmm. period. And when, I mean, we are a microwave society where I pray for mm-hmm. something and I expect to get it. Well, I expect a yes or no. And right. I expect that really quickly. And so this waiting period and this the nudging and the gentle nudging and the getting to know God more, all of it. How have you changed over the last six years? What has he done in your personal walk and your journey of faith during those six years? How are you different today? Oh, that's a good question. Specifically in prayer, I feel like I learned not to, or I guess to detach myself from a result. Okay. Meaning like I, you know, these nudges from these desires from, from the Holy Spirit, praying through those, but releasing them of an expectation. Not that, I mean, I expect that God's going to do amazing things. Right. But I, I release myself from expecting, here's what I'm praying for. And, and I've been learning here recently and kind of reflecting on that of, you know, I've prayed for a husband for 13 years. Yeah. And if we only see prayer, if we're so wrapped up in the result of a prayer life, that's so discouraging. Yeah. And so like, that's been an unanswered prayer for 13 years and it's still unanswered. And so I learned the value of like the both and, and what I mean by that is I may pray my way into heaven being single, but it's still a desire of my heart. And I believe so strongly in, in God's plan and in, and I think our friendship's gotten so, so tight and I respect him so much. And I believe I still am supposed to bring that to him. And so I learned just the endurance. So the both and meaning pursuing this life of abundance within singleness, but also validating this longing. And so allowing them to coexist, not trying to suppress one or the other. 
And so being able to take this step and just continuing my walk. And so life, I allow life to still happen while also still praying. And so I think sometimes we can, we can lose hope and push those desires aside, but the Lord, I mean, they're there for a reason. And so I learned the value of, of asking for wisdom and discernment, but kind of like released it. I think sometimes we can white knuckle what we're praying yeah. for, but just kind of released it. You know, what is prayer to me? Am I trying, am I praying to receive a result or am I praying so that I am changed? Because there's these desires, but I want them to align with what you want for my life. But here's also just, and like I said, the friendship, I'm pretty blunt with the Lord too. I mean, out of respect, <laughs> but just like, right. hey, I am frustrated. Yeah. Like, you know, I need some help <laughs> here. And I think sometimes, depending on how you grew up or, or your view of prayer or, or what that is, I, that for me was the shift. I think I have grown mm-hmm. into, you know, how do I build strong relationships on this earth while I pour into them? And uh, that's kind of what I translate into my walk with the Lord. I can't, you know, if I just constantly just checked in on a person, I mean, we wouldn't get much further in a relationship. True. So I couldn't view prayer as this like checklist to do item. So good. And I, you know, also found myself just kind of, and there's times that I'm honest with Lord. I'm like, I just need to sit here. I need you <laughs> to speak. And I don't always hear him. I think that's important to say too. It's not that I have this like in my silence, but I think I'm trying to do a better job of that. I love that. I love everything you said. I love how you transitioned from not expecting a result. You know, a result's going to yeah. come, but there's not a yeah. time stamp on it. Cause that's yeah. a thing, you know, like, Lord, I need you to do this kind of quick. Yeah. <laughs> Yesterday. <laughs> as I've been listening to you and I'm sure your prayer life has shifted again. I'm guessing mm-hmm. now that yeah. you are by yourself in this huge city, a mm-hmm. new one family, I guess. And that's basically yeah. it. And you moved your whole life and New York's a difficult city. Let's all be honest. It's not living in Dallas, Texas. Yeah, Visiting New York and living in New York are two very different things. Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) Every time I go there, I'm like, I could have lived here for like a year when I was young, but I'm not interested now. It's a great place to visit. (laughs) But I think of you often. And when I see your postings and all of that, and my heart gets real tender for you because I know there's days of loneliness and I know there's highs and lows and and all the things that I experience right here in Dallas, Texas. But I know your prayer life has probably shifted because you are alone and it is a different look and feel. So if I'm listening to this today and I'm a listener and I don't even know where to start with prayer, I'm discipling a girl right now. And those are her exact words to me. I don't mm. even know how to start. I think if I told her, oh, well, the Lord, you may have to pray for five or six years, you know, but we can do this. (laughs) I think she quit on me. So, you know, we don't know the end of the story, but if I'm listening and someone's asking that question, my gosh, she prayed for five or six years and this was the result. Tell me what you do during your prayer time. What does it look like? So I, I have kind of learned the value of going back to just a simplistic and childlike faith, the things I actually learned early on. So meaning I kind of go through the word pray and what that is. So praise and repentance and ask and yield. And I know there's an 
acts one as well, mm-hmm. you know, just kind of some structure. And I'm actually teaching the women right now alongside my pastor's wife. We're, we're starting the year in prayer because a lot of these women have the same question and they're so intimidated by what prayer should sound like that it helped to break it down to just, you know, how do I even structure a prayer? And so what's interesting is, you know, we say that that's a simplistic way, but it's how I continue today. I did read a book called The Circle Maker that challenged my prayer life, mainly in the areas of boldness and endurance. And so I think that over time, I have been able to endure and that has shifted. But just starting out, I think just releasing the pressure of what prayer should be and seeing it as a gift, it's access and it's getting to talk to the Father. And so I start with praise because... (laughs) I will tell you, I've been teaching the Lord's Prayer with, I've been filling in for the youth and we've been doing the Lord's Prayer and having the conversation of, you know, here's this model, but what do we feel like is missing? And a lot of times we don't stop and just praise. Mm. I hop to ask, sure. <laughs> I'm like, okay, Lord, I have some things that I need to talk to you about. And in case we run out of time, can we just start here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. In case I have to leave, exactly. I'd like to start, I have some requests. But I start with praise and I have to, I literally write it out every morning. I write the word pray because I, I need to give my brain just a minute like and, and see the visual. And so I went with pray because I love like I'm learning right now the difference between confession and repentance. And we're called to confess that that repentance is that action with it. And so really assessing like, where am I at? Where am I seeing, you know, within me? that I need some change. And then ask has two components. It's an opportunity for me to ask for those. And I keep kind of a a chart of who I can be praying for because I'll forget. And then I ask for myself. And then my favorite one is yield because I learned a couple years ago, I heard this talked about that word yield of yield meetings. It means a surrender, but it also means a result to produce. And so what is it that sometimes we need to surrender something so the Lord can produce, right? Mm. We're asking things, but there's some things we just need to hand over. And I would say the added aspect of circle maker is there are some prayers that I circle kind of having that visual meaning. Those are my endurance prayers. There's a side of my prayer journal that's just unanswered prayers, but I'm no longer discouraged by that. And some have been answered in the sense of, That's not the direction I needed to go, right? Like it was not necessarily a no, but it evolved. And I do journal. That's just a way that I like to reflect back. So I'd say that's kind of what my morning looks like. And I would say that there are mornings that I wake up late or I'm rushed. So just that bit of structure helps me pause in the morning because I I struggle to, I've gotten, it's taken me a while to get here, but I will give up most other things to make sure I have my time in the morning with Jesus. So yeah, does that answer? And I think that's one of the biggest things is to make up your mind. I'm not going to get on my phone. I'm not going to check my emails. I'm not going to eat breakfast or take a shower or whatever your rhythm Mm -hmm. is. My rhythm is I have to do it first thing or it just flat doesn't happen. It just doesn't. So my phone has to be totally away from me. Mm -hmm. I can't have any distractions. And that's hard some days, but that's what has to happen to have that. Well, Megan, my goodness, I have learned a ton. What about you, Lisa? Me too. Yeah, it's just what a beautiful person. I'm glad God brought you to her mind, to your mind, Chrissy, because I just love her spirit and I love what God has done. And it's just 
you know, I love the fact that for six years she walked this tightrope with God and he held her every step of the way. And now she's in a new place with an, in a new challenge and a new situation and, and a city full of new men. And, you know, God, what you, you can know. do it, God. <laughs> won't he do it? Won't he Amen. do it? Won't he, won't he do it? it? No, you're just delightful. Exactly. Megan. <laughs> yes and amen. Y'all are kind. Thank you for allowing me and and entrusting me with your you know audience. That says a lot. So I appreciate well, the opportunity. I want our listeners, um, our prayer warriors that are listening to add Megan to your list now that you yes. know that she's our daughter's age and she's in New York by herself serving the Lord. And I know Lisa mm-hmm. keeps a list on her refrigerator of all the things she's praying for. Because yeah, like Megan said, you forget. Mm-hmm. So add Megan to your prayer list and let's pray for her. And Megan, what a delight. We are so mm-hmm. thankful to have you on the Wonder Podcast today. We pray many blessings over Amen. you, my friend. Amen. Thank y'all. Thank you. Thank you all so much for listening to this episode of the Wonder Podcast. We are thrilled that you've spent this time with us. Just want to say thank you. We also want to make sure you're aware that we have another podcast called Raising Sinners. It's on the Christian Parenting Network, and we would love for you to join us there, too. If you've got kiddos or know someone who does, check us out at Raising Sinners, the podcast for parents. And lastly, Chrissy and I also want to just thank those of you who have been so generous to support our podcast ministry. If you're interested in doing that, we would love for you to go to chrissydunham.org org and click on the party table. You can make any size donation and all of those proceeds go to help us with our podcast ministry. So if you've done that before, we thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And if you'd like to check it out, please do. So God bless you. And thanks again for listening to this episode of the Wonder Podcast. <music>